Hey there, it's Bailey Hancock, career happiness strategist, creator of The One Year Career, and your host of The Bailey Hancock Show, a podcast that helps people figure out how to make big career moves with small steps. Navigating your career doesn't have to suck. I'm here to help you learn to love the process. Hello, my long lost friends. I am so sorry that you have not heard from me in months, but here we are in March 2019, many months after the last Bailey Hancock Show episode aired. But you know what? That's life, isn't it? So I have some exciting news for you. The Bailey Hancock Show, well, is done. I know, I know. It's that doesn't sound very exciting at all. In fact, that sounds kind of sad. But the exciting news is I have a brand new show. It's called Stop, Collaborate and Listen. And I'm going to tell you all about what that means in just a second. But before I get into that, I want to kind of do the Bailey Hancock show a service by kind of laying it to rest at least for now and give you some background into why that's happening and what's going to happen next instead. So season one, I guess the main season of the Bailey Hancock show, the whole point of that was to help people understand how they can make big moves in their career. And I chose guests who had done those kinds of things. They had been, they had made big, courageous moves in their career, oftentimes with very small steps, which was the whole principle behind the one-year career, make big moves with small steps. And I had more fun interviewing those people than I ever could have imagined going into it. I personally learned a ton from every single one of their stories. I think a lot of them learned a lot about their own story by telling it. And it was a really incredible experience to get to talk to people, who, some who I knew, some who I didn't, and learn how they ended up where they are today. I know that it made me personally feel a hell of a lot better about my own career path because when you hear other people talk about how there were multiple times in their careers, sometimes for a year or longer, where they just felt fucking lost, eh, you can't help but feel a little bit better about yourself in your own life, right? Because then you're like, oh, okay, everybody feels this way at some point. Also, everybody gets over it at some point, you know, with the dips come the highs and all of that good stuff. So I know that it meant a lot for a lot of you also to get to hear these stories. So season one was a blast in that capacity. I also loved having career experts on the show because, I mean, gosh, they all brought their own perspective on the exact same topic and they gave me and all of you hours upon hours of valuable advice that would ordinarily cost thousands of dollars. So for that, I am incredibly grateful as well. And it was really fun to talk to people, you know, um, like Janet, the astrologer, about how astrology affects our careers, and Shanda to talk about how numerology affects our careers, and Jen, the improv coach, and all of the other amazing people that shared their wisdom and their unique take on how to love what you do time and time again, even when you don't, how to find a job that feels purposeful and meaningful, and that you're excited to wake up for every day even when, you know, that's not the reality for most people. So these 52 episodes that I've recorded for the Bailey Hancock show were probably the most fun thing that I've done in my entrepreneurial career thus far. And I mean that. I found something for me, yet another thing that I really love doing and that makes me really happy. So with this change, I'm obviously by no means getting rid of that. I'm just shifting direction. So as you all probably have gathered, if you've listened to any number of these episodes, is I'm a multi-passionate. 
And that means I enjoy a lot of things. I feel pretty competent at a good amount of things. And that's been a challenge throughout the majority of my life to sort of pick a lane. And I've never really wanted to pick a lane. I kind of think that's a cop-out. And it's something that people who have picked a lane want you to do because then they feel better about picking a lane themselves. So with being a multi-passionate, that's great. I think that's what a lot of us are these days. I think it keeps us curious about life and keeps us excited and interested in what we're doing. However, as a business owner, being a multi-passionate is actually kind of a tricky thing because if you've got too many different verticals under one business, people have a hard time understanding exactly what it is that you do. And I've talked about this with a lot of the guests. If you are not clear with somebody when introducing yourself or when marketing yourself, what it is that your thing is or that you do, you kind of go in the miscellaneous bin in people's brains. And that makes it really hard for them to connect you to the right people or recommend you or talk about you favorably when you're not around. So sometime around, I guess, summertime last year, um, you know, I think it did come with me having my miscarriage in May. I gained a lot of clarity. And what I came to realize was, although I absolutely love talking to people about people about their careers and helping people find footing in a direction that's going to make them really happy. I really, really love collaboration. And that's the whole other side of my business. That's the side of my business that has consistently brought me revenue. That's the side of my business that I'm kind of unique in. That's the side that there isn't a ton of competition out there doing what I'm doing specifically, which is collaboration consulting, mostly for female entrepreneurs who are service-based businesses. So I think when a big life event, like having a miscarriage happens, you can't help but reflect on what you're doing and where you're going and what's necessary to keep around and what is extra stuff that is maybe just a distraction or, you know, you just cut out the fat in a lot of ways. And that's what happened with my business. I took a hard look at everything and decided I love this career piece, but... I think it's time to kind of put it on the shelf. And so, of course, having a podcast geared entirely toward talking about career happiness and exploration and all of that, it didn't totally make a lot of business sense anymore. So I knew going into season two of The Bailey Hancock Show that I was going to shift the focus to collaboration. Fast forward to the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, I woke up one morning and kind of had an epiphany that... This wasn't season two of The Bailey Hancock Show. Even calling it The Bailey Hancock Show was a cop-out in a sense. It was my multi-passionate self being like, I'm not going to pick a lane. I'm not even going to pick a topic. I'm just going to call it my name so that I can change the topic whenever I damn well please. And I still think that was a great idea. I'm glad I did it back you know, last year when I did, but... I came to realize that with this new focus of mine in my business and my life and this new clarity that I wanted people to think of me when they think of collaboration. I want, when people hear somebody say partnership, I want to be the face that pops into their mind immediately to say, oh, you know who you should talk to? Bailey. And so calling my podcast that was no longer going to be about careers and it was now going to be about collaboration, The Bailey Hancock Show also didn't really make any sense anymore. So rather than completely rebranding this existing show, rewriting the description, renaming it, relaunching it, 
and perhaps confusing the hell out of people <laughs> that stumbled upon it earlier and then came back and was like, wait, I didn't just, I don't know anything about this stop, collaborate and listen podcast. I didn't subscribe to this. What the hell? It felt kind of like a bait and switch to me. So instead of doing that, I decided I'm just going to start a whole new show. And you know what? I guarantee you, you know, at least two people who have their own podcast because it's very much what blogging was, you know, 15 years ago. And it's really easy to start a podcast these days. And I'm now using an incredible platform called messy.fm. I'll link to it in the show notes. And it has made it so simple to start this new podcast that I was like, you know what? Screw it. I think podcasts are going to be like blogs one day where maybe you have a blog that's totally focused on food. Maybe you also have one that's focused on shoes. Who knows? So it doesn't have to be this thing where it's like, well, my, you know, my tent pole's already in the ground. I have to stick with this one. And here's the other thing that happened, why I decided to start a whole new podcast. Obviously, the challenge with starting an entirely new podcast is you start with no listeners. You start with no reviews. You start with no downloads. And for people that are really focused on having a highly ranked show with a ton of downloads and a ton of subscribers, that would have been a non-negotiable. It would have been like, hell no, I'm not starting from scratch. I've already built this. I woke up a different morning <laughs> and I read a really great Seth Godin post about not focusing so much on rankings and charts of, you know, top 10 listen to podcasts or whatever. Um, and it kind of, it freed me in a bit, in a way. It kind of freed me to think, oh, you know what? I actually don't really care about that stuff either. All I care about is that the people who do listen get something out of it and that the people I'm interviewing feel good about the interview when they're done and that I enjoy doing it. And those three things have nothing to do with rankings. Sometimes they can affect the rankings and the more people that listen and subscribe and rate and review and all that shit. Yes, of course, it helps boost you in the rankings, but the rankings themselves don't matter. And right now, I'm not going after sponsors. I'm not going after advertisers. So it really doesn't matter. So that was a really freeing moment. And I think it was a really good lesson for me in my life too that you know, make sure that you're doing things for the right reason. Make sure that if you're a creator and you're creating something new, be it a product, a service, an event, uh, whatever, whatever it is that you're making out there in the world, make sure that you're doing it for reasons that actually matter to you and not reasons that are told to you should matter, like rankings and subscribers and downloads. So that's my spiel on that. Um, but all of this came to a head and I decided, all right, I'm starting a whole new podcast. So I did. And I meant to do this episode so long ago <laughs> to close out season one of the Bailey Hancock show and give you guys a heads up as to what the hell is going on over here. I know a lot of you are already subscribed to the new podcast and I'm so grateful for that. But I also know that a lot of you don't follow me on social media, so you might have no idea this is going on. This is a good cue to follow me on social media. <laughs> so there's that call to action. I'll link to all of my shit in the show notes. Um, but you know, I figured I owed it to the show to close it out and, you know, give it a Viking funeral, except I'm not actually going to light it on fire because here's the thing. I know me and I know that the topics that I really care about and I'm interested in, they don't ever fully go away. I look at it as, you know, when you're a multi-passionate, it's like, you've got a lot of different pots on the stove and they can't all be on the front burner. 
and that's okay. So right now my collaboration pot is on the front of the stove. I'm keeping a close eye on it. Um, and my career pot is on the back burner on simmer and I don't have to keep as close of an eye on it, but it's still on the stove somewhere. So if at any point I get an urge to record another episode, maybe I'll do like a shortened season at some point. If I'm meeting people who are doing really cool stuff in their careers and I want to share their stories with you, screw it. I'll go ahead and record some episodes and put them up here. So stay subscribed to this because you never know. I might throw some extra episodes on. Um, but either way, I'd love it if you wanted to come listen to the new podcast. I'll tell you a little bit about it. So it's called Stop, Collaborate, and Listen because I love me some vanilla ice. I am a kid of the 90s for sure. And frankly, I've been dying to use that phrase for so long as a collaboration consultant. And I'm like, wait, this is kind of perfect. I actually put it out to my Instagram followers in a story one morning. Like, what's a good title for this new show? I had collaborations, the new competition, collaboration in action. And then I threw stop, collaborate and listen on just as a joke. And I kind of fell in love with it. And so that's how that came to be. Um, but the new show is focused entirely on showcasing what collaboration looks like in real life. And I did this because as a collaboration consultant and somebody who talks about partnerships and collaborations all day, every day, I came to realize that so many people understand in general what collaboration means, but they don't really know what it looks like in practice. And so I've been spending a lot of my time explaining to people and they're like, well, what does that look like? Like, give me an example. And of course, when you're put on the spot like that, you're like, Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Yet I could talk about collaboration all day. So I have people on the show who are actively leveraging collaboration in their business and their life. I have a lot of co-founders. I have publishers. I've got event producers, I've got authors. I've got so many different types of people. Now, granted, they are mostly all entrepreneurs, and that's definitely a shift away from the Bailey Hancock show because as you remember, I really tried to avoid interviewing entrepreneurs because I feel like that career story has been told. How I Built This does a great job. If you like that kind of thing, go check out How I Built This by Guy Raz. Um, so my show is more focused on getting straight to the good stuff. So yes, we talk about their origin story of their company, but that's like the first five minutes. And then we dive into how they leverage collaboration. I ask for specific examples. If they're partnering with like a major cool brand, I ask them to tell me how they met that brand. How did they get in that door? Because that's the kind of stuff we all want to know. We want to know, yeah, but how'd you get that introduction? Who hooked it up? Which is kind of the same focus as, you know, this show. I don't want to hear them say, and then I ended up here. I want to know how the hell they ended up there. So it's a very similar style of interviewing and questioning, um, but this time it's focused on partnerships and collaboration. And I'm having a lot of fun with it already, you guys. Like, I'm having a great time with these conversations. I think I've done 15 podcast interviews for this season already. The first four are currently out. Um, I will link to the new show in the show notes. And like I said, I would love it if you wanted to come follow me over there. But if collaboration and partnership is just not of interest to you and you're like, yeah, cool, no thanks, no problem. I completely understand. And that's frankly why I decided to split it off because I know that some people are not going to care. It's just not interesting. It doesn't, it's not super relevant to their day-to-day -day like the career conversation was. However, I would say give a listen to one of the episodes, maybe start with one of the interviews. So, you know, episodes two and beyond, because you might find that even if you're not an entrepreneur or a business owner and you think collaboration doesn't have anything to do with your life, I can guarantee you it does. I mean, I've literally leveraged collaboration in every area of my life from finding a husband 
That was not my intention. I just want that on the record. It just happened. To getting jobs. I mean, career collaboration is such a big piece of constantly finding jobs that are the right fit for you. So, you know, there's all of these different ways you can leverage it. And I, I would just say, maybe give it a shot, give it a listen and see if it's interesting. And if it's not, it's been a real blast having you listen to this show. And I'm so grateful that you did. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that listened, wrote to me, you know, posted it, shared it, told a friend about it. It's meant the world. Um, I didn't know if anybody was going to care when I did this first season and turns out people cared. And that's the greatest feeling that a creator and a creative can have is that what you did and the time you spent doing something mattered to somebody, even if it was just one person. So thank you for that. And with that, I'll leave you. Um, I'm not going to say goodbye because it's not goodbye. It's see you later, but thank you again. Uh, definitely go check out the show notes. And if you want to search for stop, collaborate and listen, you can also just search for Bailey Hancock. Cause my name is in the title. It's called Bailey Hancock presents stop, collaborate and listen, because spoiler alert, there is another podcast called stop, collaborate and listen, but we're actually going to address that on a future episode of the new podcast. So with that, have a fantastic week, month, year, life. I appreciate you. I value you. And don't stop trying to have a career that you love because I swear, use me as an example, it is possible. Bye guys. 